of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Bringing a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I mean, you know how it is. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. You know, two dudes talking sports. Well, when I listen to those two clowns, you can't do nothing but get your roll on. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. It's a vibe action. It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Let's go. Let, let's, let's act like we're down 16 at halftime and make a fierce comeback. And let's go. Last night, that pissed me off, man. They, You know what? They think they're better than they are. They're good. Don't get me wrong. And maybe they're reading their press clippings. Eh, Spurs are 8-18. Eight and 18. We can just show up there in San Antonio and we'll beat this team. Well, they found out that, uh, no, that's not the way it goes. Mm-hmm. You're not the, uh, you know, Chicago Bulls led by Michael Jordan or the, uh, the, the Cavaliers led by LeBron or Golden State led by Steph Curry. You're a team on the rise and you haven't arrived completely mm-hmm. yet and it cost them a game yesterday that's part of it the other part is this when they face teams in the west it seems as though there's much more ball movement cavaliers seem to run out of gas it was like they were running them out of the gym in the first half cavaliers came back late in the fourth quarter they yeah. outscore that team 33 to 20 and you know what it reminded me of it what? reminded me of okay san antonio's a really young team kind of reminded me of us last year right and we couldn't close and that, okay, yeah. got them right where we want them. Cavaliers going to come back. They're going to win this game. Couldn't get it done at the buzzer. They had two good looks at the yeah. end of the game. One uh, from Donovan Mitchell on a drive after a missed shot with 10 seconds left. And then the other from Darius Garland. Take a listen to uh, the call from last night's game where they had a chance to win it. Jones, one of the lane, to the basket, up and under, no. Ball grabbed by Mobley, hands it off to Mitchell. Cavs can run for the final shot. Mitchell down the lane, shot blocked off the backboard. It goes into the left corner, Garland three. No rebound, Mitchell. Mitchell in traffic. Tried to get it right side, Levert. Buzzer sounds. Game over. Spurs win. Ah, rats. Tim Alcorn with the call on the Cavaliers radio network and frustrating way. And I'll say this: I don't mind Garland or I don't mind Mitchell trying to attack the rim. I love attacking the rim and not settling for the three. Then they get a good bounce. Mobley gets the rebound, wide open. Darius Gar- Darius Garland stunk last night. Yeah, Couldn't throw it in the I ocean. Agree. He was bad. Mm-hmm. And so he had a chance to be the hero to erase the first uh, 47 minutes mm-hmm. and 53 seconds or whatever it would have been, right? right. Wide open three-pointer for the walk-off win, and he missed it. Yeah. Um, so it's frustrating. Yeah, it you is. Bit, b- dig yourself such a deep hole mm-hmm. like that, and you said, you know, you – yeah, you come back, but at times you run out of gas, and uh, I don't know if the legs were, right. uh, you know, uh, heavy with Donovan Mitchell and Garland at the end there, but they had two good chances to win that game. Look, man, I don't want to pile on this team like we did with the Browns and everything else, and we understand that this is a much better team. They're younger. Uh, they're yeah. up and coming. We expect better things because of the way they've been playing so far this season. There's going to be games like this, and especially, look, look this team doesn't play well on the road anyway. You yeah. chalk this one up to maybe a learning moment where you can come take something out of this because things don't get easier for the Cavaliers. They face the Mavericks tomorrow night. 
I look at this game and say, okay, how do we figure this thing out? Because obviously the bench is still a problem, although the bright spot yesterday has got to be Karis LeVert, right? Yeah, but they were still outscored on the bench 55-32. to Right, but my point is this. It's not really the start of trading season, but on the 15th is when you start to see teams start to make moves. And will the Cavaliers be in the market to maybe add somebody else and bolster this bench? It's going to be very interesting to see if they've got anybody that they actually have an idea or an interest in. Because, you know, you hear these rumors, you think this guy might look good in the wine and gold, but you really don't know whether or not we've got, the you know, anything to really make a deal. Do we have any assets? Well, that, that's the, the question. And so we'll have to wait and see on that. But I want to hear, I haven't heard Donovan Mitchell Me talk about that final segment uh, that happened there at the end of the game. I so turned, let's hear from him. I right? turned that game off as soon as that ball didn't go in the bucket. I was done. Yeah, I was. And JB, I guess, was pissed as well. Here's Donovan right. Mitchell on that last sequence. I was always taught if you get the rebound, especially like that, just to go ahead and attack. I suppose to call the time I left him set up. Um, I didn't think Kellen Johnson was going to leave Darius on the wing. You know, he made a play, hell of a play, credit to him. Got the rebound, kicked it to DG. You know, he missed a shot, I got the rebound. And, you know, I, I probably should have known if I was, I paused to see if we had a timeout. Thought about it. I didn't know if we had one, so instead of calling, I tried to throw it to Verdon. It was too late. Um, but I should have called him out, but that's we did have one at the end of the game. And, you know, I got to know that going into those situations, and that's on me. Uh, but, you know, two good looks. One got blocked, one missed. And, you know, ultimately, if I get the ball and call timeout, we get it. We get a. You get time to set something up, but, you know, it's all happening on the fly, and as a leader, i got to be able to know what time score situation, and I didn't do that at the end. Ah, rats. You, he's right, though. JT, you expect the leader of your team. He's not J.R. Smith, right? <laughs> we will never confuse yeah. him with J.R. Smith not knowing what the hell's going on, but he's got to know that, yeah. hey, I have a timeout there. Timeout, oh. let's draw up an out-of-bounds play, at least get a, a third chance to okay. win this game. So I give him credit for owning up to that. I agree with the first two things he said. They had two good looks, and I like the push, but he's got to know to call the timeout yeah, there. You know what it reminds me of? What? What does pressure do? <laughs> You're going to burst those pipes or make diamonds. Pressure situation, right? Yeah. Yep. You know what goes they, out they... the window first? Your mind? I mean, mm-hmm. obviously they panic. You know, you're in a situation, the clock's ticking down, you don't really know exactly where you're at on the floor, you don't have time to look at the clock and see whether or not you've got a time. But JT, no, no, let me inter- I'll interrupt you from experience on this. They're standing at the opposite free, uh, at the other end on defense. You need to know then on defense, okay? You can look up while you're standing there playing defense or as you're, you know, the, the coaches are telling you, hey, rebound, we've got a oh, timeout yeah. left. You need to know at that other end, and I don't know if JB or his assistants were there telling them that, and they didn't hear it, or right. uh, maybe the coaches didn't tell them that. But before you even get the ball to go back the other way, you need to know how many mm-hmm. timeouts you have right. left, and that's on uh, you know, okay. Donovan Mitchell. I okay. hate to say it. If the shoe would have been on the other foot, don't you think Popovich would have yelled something out to his team taking the ball up the floor? I do. This is on J.B. Bickerstaff and the player. I get it. I know where you're coming from. All I'm saying is... You know, in a pressure situation, for yeah. whatever reason, he didn't think of it. He just said so in his in his post game comments. And obviously, well, JB Bickerstaff didn't yell out a play either. Here's here's the thing: if you call timeout and you don't have one, then it's a technical, mm-hmm. right? So that, that's why there was the hesitation there not to do it, thinking maybe I can just get this to Mobley right. and he'll you know you know throw something up there. And maybe it goes in or we get fouled. Um, but uh, should have been me, in that the, situation, right? That's have come right. Down they, to it. 
Nope, you didn't really lose the yeah. game on those last two shots. You lost it in the first half oh. when you gave up 67 points or 69 points, whatever it was. Plenty of reasons. Mobley misses the first end of a you know one and one. Yeah, could have tied the game there as well. That team was ready to crumble the, the San Antonio Spurs, and you had them right where you wanted them, and all you had to do is make a bucket at the end of the game, but you couldn't get it done. But the thing is, again, it shouldn't have come down to that. That's a young team that. Really doesn't know how to close out, but you just let them hang around long enough. And what happens? They build up a little bit of confidence. They can play with you. Next thing you know, you lose 112-111. End of story. Let's hear J.B. Bickerstaff right. real quick, J.T., because I haven't heard this yeah, yet either. Yeah. Like you, I was pissed. I turned it off last night uh, because it, they frustrated me after uh, that loss. Here's J.B. Bickerstaff postgame last night, a little bit of him. I mean, they're a well-coached team. Uh, they play hard. They're talented. And they share the game. Um, they don't play with any fear. They don't care who's in front of them. Um, you know, to start the game, one of the things, you know, that we pride our, ourselves on trying to be, they outdid us. Uh, they played more together than we did. Uh, they outcompeted us. You know, we talk about every night we can control how hard we compete and how selfless we play. Um, and they outdid us on both ends of the floor to start the game. Um, you know, I thought, you know, at the beginning of the game, you know, we just had different agendas. Um, you know, we knew the game plan. We knew the scouting report. Um, you know, they give you what they've got, and you see it on film, and you know what their strengths are. And we gave up 10 offensive rebounds in the first quarter. And to me, you know, that's not the right approach to start a game. Um, and I thought they took advantage of it and continued to take advantage of it. And then, you know, we decided uh, that we were going to do the right things and gave ourselves a chance. Uh, but the basketball gods don't like it. And, you know, um, you know, they favor those who do the right things for 48 minutes, and I thought the Spurs did tonight. All right, that's good enough right there. He's talking about not coming out and playing with aggressiveness at the start. And no excuses here. Jared Allen played Evan Mobley played. There's no way they should give up 10 offensive rebounds in the first quarter when both of your bigs are out there. No way whatsoever. You learn something about this team. We know that they're not very tough. You asked a question a couple of days ago. I forget who we were talking to. We know this. And we struggle against the teams that are tougher than us. Toronto and Milwaukee. There are four losses out of the 11 that they have. Cavaliers are now 17 and 11. The other thing they struggle with are young, fast teams. Sacramento got us twice. Golden State got us once. San Antonio got us once. Eight of the 11 games that we've lost, we understand why, and they've got to change it. They have to fix it. Yeah, next up, it doesn't get any easier. Uh, They've got Mm -hmm. the Dallas Mavericks in Dallas on Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. All right, so that's the bad news, all right? That's the bad news from last night. Uh, You want some good news from today? Huh? You want some good news from today? How about the Cleveland Guardians oh. getting a catcher today? Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, no Guardians music. Yeah. Right? Oh man, I My thought man. for sure it's huge news. Mike Zunino. What I had to do is reach out to Andre Not. I said, and I figured he'd you know maybe expound on this a little bit. I had to do all my own research. Hey, man. Dre, is this dude any good? His response: Yes. <laughs> That's Thanks. it. That's Thanks all he lot. gave you. You know what he is. After what? reading everything that I could find about this guy, and we'll go through a lot of numbers and statistics. Yeah. He's Austin Hedges with power. 
Really? So he doesn't hit for average, but has a little no. more pop in his bat, huh? He strikes out a little bit more, but that only means that maybe he doesn't put the ball in play on a sack bunt as much as Austin Hedges. This guy struck out over a thousand times in his career. So, yeah, I'd say he strikes out a lot. Well, the <laughs> thing is this. Austin Hedges last year was on a one-year deal for $4 bucks. This guy's on a one-year deal for $6 million. Is that just the price of inflation, or is he $2 million better than Austin Hedges? Because Let's if he hope is, he's two million dollars right? better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he hits Please. twenty home runs in, in twenty twenty one, he hit thirty three yeah. home runs. Last okay. season, he had season ending surgery, and I had to Google this about three right. times, and then call Doctor AJ Seth. Thoracic okay. outlet syndrome. You know what I think that is? What Black Friday at one of the malls? <laughs> you know, like when, when you go in there, and it's one of those. Outlets and everybody's like trying to jockey for space in a parking yeah. space. No, yeah. thoracic outlet syndrome will be broken down by Dr. A.J. Seth with oh. us in about an hour. Ortho United's yeah, Dr. No, A.J. Right. Seth. <laughs> when in doubt, man. Yeah, call the guy who does these types I mean, look, of surgeries and knows look, about this stuff. Kyler Murray goes down last night and they tell you it's an ACL. We know what that is, right? Yep. yep. When was the last time you heard of thoracic outlet syndrome? I, I still don't know. When I think of outlet, I think of a fast break in basketball. That's it, right? Or I'm plugging in a, 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 oh, man. an extension thinking, cord to an outlet near my Christmas tree. I'm thinking of the Nike store, the outlet. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> Aurora Farms? Let's go. Aurora. Don't they have a Nike store up there? Let's go have up there been? for the yeah. thoracic outlet syndrome sale. That's where they got this catcher at the outlet store. It sounds like That's for, what for I've six been million dollars. To tell you, yes, you yeah. catch on really oh, quick. Oh boy, oh, thanks. It takes me a little while sometimes. You know, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, last, I'm looking at Austin Hedges. What do you remember? What he batted uh, for the entire year I last year? Hedges say 167. No, give him credit where credit is due. He hit 178. Oh jeez, he must have turned <laughs> it on at the end. He, he was like Miles Straw. They both had hot last weeks. Miles Straw got it up to two sixteen, man. Uh, what did he? Is that what he finished at Straw? Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see here. Right around uh, there, I, I believe it was two sixteen. Okay, I got to I got to find it, man. I got to find this. Oh no, that was twenty twenty one stats one seventy eight. You hold on, you may be right. I pulled up the wrong stats. I stand corrected. Let's see. Austin Hedges last year finished hitting. One sixty-three. Okay, <laughs> you were close. Boy, I give him too My much bad. credit. Four whole points. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked at the twenty twenty-one stats, not the twenty twenty-two stats. Jeez. Uh, let's see, uh, seven homers okay. and thirty RBIs. Well, that's think what about he had. this. If this dude can bat two hundred, that's a yeah. huge. I mean, that's a big difference. Oh God, yes. If he hits two hundred. That that's I mean you the analytics and everything like that that's thirty seven points higher for a full season in the yeah that that's at least ten more hits and uh, about four or five more home runs maybe at least, right at least because that's what he does best allegedly um, is is hit for power so who are the catchers on the Guardians roster right now Lava, is Lava, he the only one no no it's Bo Naylor Lava okay. up because Austin Hedges is a free agent. Lavastida is still there. Remember, he got hurt last year, too. And then they yo-yoed him back and forth, I believe, to Columbus. What Bo about Maley? Bo Naylor, they're going to bring up. I don't know about Luke Maley. Good question. 
Yeah, I, you know, we're, we were reaching out to Andre to try and get him on, but he hadn't, uh, uh, other than, yes, getting back to you, uh, he <laughs> responded to us yes. about coming on the show today. So we'll see if we you can get that to tell uh, me. from him. What? Yes, next time you go to the stadium, try one of those waffle cones filled with uh, pulled pork. Yes. Yes, and it you counts. Know, if I'd asked him that question, I sure hope he would have given me more information than just one word. Yeah. Is that well, any maybe good? Maybe he was busy. Yes. Is it? Is, this, is the waffle cone filled with pulled pork any good? I guarantee you he'd say more than just yes. Should I try the waffle cone when I go to the, the ballpark the next time? Uh, what did Bo, how many at-bats did Bo Naylor have He had have eight at-bats. He went 0 for 8. I already know he this. He was 0 yeah. for 8. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Wow, look at you. Look at you yeah, doing the up. stats. Well, huh? you know, they're going to bring him along slowly. They right, want him to right. be the catcher of the future. How many times have you heard this? He's going to be mm. our catcher of the future. We're not going to ruin him earlier, but yet we'll ruin every other position player early. <laughs> yeah, we I mean, don't think care about, about the other. Yeah. Everybody you can think of from Owen Miller to who was the kid they traded earlier that we thought uh, Nolan Jones. Uh, Nolan Jones. Oh, yeah. I mean, That's every right. position player you could think of that we wanted to handle with kit gloves, they let yep. him go. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Let's see. This Lavastida kid you're telling me mm-hmm. about? He, he uh, uh, what do you, what do you got? Uh, he batted 167. He was two for 12 with, uh, do you have any RBIs at all? He had, uh, he no. He had zero RBIs. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. So they, they, it's still the weakest part of the <laughs> so team right Bo now. Naylor, I don't care. Bo yeah. Naylor was the John Belushi of the team last year. Yes. He had no great point. Zero average. point zero. Congratulations. <laughs> Daniel Day had no grade point average. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Come on, he's not fat. Or drunk, as far as we yeah, know. Yeah, no, so, uh, he, he is Canadian, though. <laughs> he is, Bo Naylor, yes. Uh, so is Josh. Good day, eh? Hey, you went 0 for 5. That's hey, a good day, because eh? you didn't go 0 for 6. <laughs> you think he calls him a hoser? Yeah, you think that when Bo Naylor goes up to the plate and he strikes out, his brother calls him a hoser? Yeah. Nice job, Hoser. You, you want a beer? You bet I want a beer. Yeah, I wanted a beer all day. Give him okay. a beer. Quick. We got cold ones, eh? We got cold ones, eh? That's a great movie. Have you ever watched Slapshot all the way through? I doubt it. I can't remember. You know what I watched it, for the first time in, I think, ever last night? What? I'm laying in bed. I'm flipping the channels, getting ready to go to bed. Uncle Buck. Oh. How good is Uncle Buck? Yeah, Uncle Buck rules, man. That's an outstanding I movie. I don't know that I've ever seen it. Is that the 96er? He had to eat the 96-ounce steak? Is that the one? I didn't see that part. I, I caught it okay. about halfway there. You know what? No, that was it, The Great Outdoors. It was it? on Paramount. Oh, okay. And it was like every two minutes of movie preceded by five minutes of commercials. This thing started at 10 o'clock, and I don't know what time I tuned in, probably about 11, yeah. 15. Didn't end until 1 a.m. Oh, geez. Like, come on with these commercials. Yeah, so, you know, you got to keep seeing this commercial for Stand By Your Man. Who is this? Tammy what? Wynette. Who is it? Who sang that song, Brian? Tammy Wynette. Yeah, is it? There's oh, a... you're, you're talking about that that special yes. coming up with by, with George Jones? George Jones and oh, Tammy? They've, I've seen that ad 57 it's times. It's driving me nuts. I'm singing this song in my sleep. Stand yeah. By Your Man. I, the only reason I remember that song, it was in the scene from the Blues Brothers. I saw that movie before, but when it was called Walk the Line. You remember? 
Blues Brothers show up at a country western bar, and that's the only country song they know. I'll walk the line. Yeah, I do. I remember Stand by your man. Yeah. Stand by your man. Yeah, good stuff. Anyway. Well, the the Guardians, uh, so let's see. Uh, Officially yesterday, they signed Josh Bell to a two-year, $33 million contract, Mm -hmm. but only one year is guaranteed. And now they signed Mike Zunino. We're going to just call him Z. Z. Is he going to be the new Z in Cleveland? Absolutely. What's up, Z? Yeah. Think about this. One year, six million. When you start thinking about the Guardians and their payroll, you'll remember. Last year, they're basically at the bottom at $68.2 million at the beginning of the season. Right. As it stands right now, projected payroll, $92 million. What? We're not in the basement. Well, think about it. Between the beginning of last season. You signed yeah. Jose Ramirez to the long deal, right? Yeah. And now you got Bell and you've got Z. Ilzunas so, Elgauskas. Ilzunas Elgauskas. That's our buddy Herb. <laughs> Very good, Herb. Uh, let's see. Josh Bell making 16.5. Uh, Jose, 14 million. Zanino, 6 million. Miles Straw, 2.5 million this year. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, 2.9 with a bonus, signing bonus. And Emmanuel Classe, one point. How about that? That was a they deal. Get, Emmanuel Classe is only making $1.9 million this year, only. man. Only. 36, 38, uh, 39. So they're at like $40 million and some change right now with one, two, three, four, five players. Fine. Right? And everybody else, you ready for this? Yeah. Everybody else that is listed is either arbitration one, two, or three, or pre-arbitration well, on their 40-man roster. Th- think of this, though, too. Can you imagine your Austin Hedges, and you made $4 million last year? Okay, he's supposedly a great defensive catcher, but he couldn't throw right. anybody out. In the playoffs, he was terrible behind the plate, wasn't he? He was dog crap, Rhoda. $4 million. That's highway robbery, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, if you're him. But, in fairness, while he's robbing the Guardians, the Guardians are robbing Emmanuel Classe by only paying him $1.9 million. He knew he was going to be that good. Well, hey, they they took a swing on that one and hit. They took a swing on Miles Straw and missed offensively. Here's the problem if you're Classe. On the history of what the Guardians and Indians have done previously to closers, don't you have to kind of watch yourself now? Yes. Because if they blow his arm out, and that's all he makes, and they've got him under contract for how many years? At least three more, I think, after he this. He might not have another deal. Well, or if, you know, they don't blow wow. him out, right? Like, um, who was the big lefty that we traded for the uh, the the Yankees that uh, Tito used in so many different ways? Andrew uh, Miller? Miller? Miller, yeah. If they don't blow him out like they did Miller or Cody Allen, then maybe in year two or three you extend him because you know, okay, well, he's still got a lot of gas left in the tank. We didn't wear him out like we did those guys. History tells you if he's not injured, it's just a matter of time until he's either a member of the Yankees or the Red Sox. Well. Hey, Class A. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I think I'm trying to do my Fenway Park impersonation. Oh, I can't okay, get it out. Right. Well, I mean, how do you make that into a Boston accent? Boston, Emmanuel Class A. Hey, Classy. Hey, hey Classy. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, Classy, you come are, to Boston. Okay? I know what you are, and I know what you're not. And you're not a Cleveland Guardian. You're, you're going to be a Boston Red Sox. They should be the Guardians. 
Guardians. Yeah, they should be. The Guardians. Guardians. The Boston Guardians. You God. Guardians. Cleveland Red Sox. Hey, we wore the Red Sox, the high Red Sox, for Tommy that one year. So there you go. All right, we got a lot to get to. We're just scratching the surface today here on the Kenny and JT Show. How about this? Former Pro Bowl linebacker Chad Brown, now a broadcaster, right, going to join us next to talk about Deshaun Watson's first two games with the Browns Mm. and – he won a national championship in college when he played for Colorado. Who's their new head coach? Deion Sanders. We'll talk to Chad Brown about Coach Prime taking over the Buffaloes and about Deshaun Watson and Dr. A.J. Seth with more on the injury suffered last year by Guardians' new catcher, Mike Zanino. What's that injury called again, That'd be JT? called the outlet store syndrome. No, thoracic, <laughs> outlet, thoracic outlet syndrome. It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.